1: Hello, everybody. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. What a show today. You know, we talk about it all the time. We talk about business. We talk about small to mid-sized businesses. We talk about what you need to do with your finances. I mean, we talk about technology and corporate culture and team building and marketing and social. And we talk about it all on the show, as you know. But when it comes to needing money or wanting money or needing money to maybe improve your inventory, improve your staff, improve your technology, improve your business, where do you go for the money? Where do you lean? Where do you go? What expert do you talk to to start talking about what you need to do to get funding for your business? So of course, anytime we get a leading expert on our show, we're very excited. And we've been able to invite Mr. Mark Kane. Mark is the CEO of Sunwise Capital, and he really understands ways to get business funding. He's been in in the field for a long time. When it comes to small business loans, medium-sized business loans, your business really deserves straightforward advice, something that you really can lean on, like I say, a person that you can trust, a person that's been in the field for a long time, with millions and millions of dollars of loans funded throughout his career. We're not even going to say how old Mark is, but Mark, welcome to the (laughs) dot-com magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. Thank you. Hello. I love having you. I mean, here we are, Sunwise Capital. You're doing so much work. On Trustpilot, you have almost a five-star rating. Everybody talks about it, talks about what you're doing. You offer loan options, of course, with no obligation. Let's talk about it. Let's pull the lens back to 30,000 feet, Mark. Tell us what you're doing at the company, and then we're going to get into it.
0: So basically, we lend money. I mean, that's that's it just very simply. Uh, it's not, from our vantage point, uh, I like to keep things simple. Uh, you don't have to overcomplicate things, right? You need, and you have a good need for capital, we provide the capital. It's really as simple as that. And the question is whether we can meet in between and come to some sort of an agreement. I love it, Mark. Let's talk about it. And I love that you keep it simple. And of course,
1: this is the reason why you have so many people that come back, not just once, but multiple times to do business with you. And the testimonials are remarkable. You have a client base that use your service, use your business, and they keep coming back because they love it. So what types of companies are reaching out to you so you can
0: lend them the money? So it's really there's really it's, it's a wide wide gambit of companies. Um, we do certainly have focus in particular areas. We do a lot in the way of construction or manufacturing, healthcare, medical, retail. Uh, what what I think the everyday you know business owner would think of, but again, uh, we we really service some 700 different industries. So. Um, it really isn't necessarily just the industry, but there are a lot of other factors that will go into whether or not uh, it makes sense to, uh, you know, get the funding.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. It really does. And when you're a business, there's all kinds of reasons why you need funding. So let's talk about those. What are the three main reasons why people reach out to you, Mark? And they say, hey, we've heard about SunWise. We want to check you out. You know, we've read the testimonials. We've seen the referrals. You probably, Most of your clients probably come refer because you have such a remarkable sort of background and breadth of experience. What are the main reasons why they need the funding? What are they putting that money to work toward in their business?
0: Right. So I think really there's actually two primary reasons. Uh, the first is growth and the second is expansion. Those are the two that we hear most frequently. And that's really the type of client that we're looking for. We're looking for someone who wants to grow or someone who wants to expand. They have opportunities. uh, They don't have the capital. They don't have the access to the capital. So from that vantage point, it makes sense. And this has been going on really since we started in 2010. Um, I could probably talk to every person that ever tried to reach out to us and say, yeah, you're probably looking to grow or expand. And they would think I was a genius. It'd be like, how do you know that? It's like, because that's what everybody tells me. It's I really it, it's ultimately that simple. Now, is it inventory like you mentioned? Sure. What's the reason for the inventory? Oh, we have an opportunity to expand in the marketplace. Um, I want to refurbish the restaurant. Why? Well, because we want to grow. So, they may tell you other things, but ultimately, when you boil it all down, it's growth, it's expansion.
1: Yeah, I love it. Growth and expansion. That's what business is all about. That's what entrepreneurship is all about. We talk about that all the time. You have a very high approval rate. You know, When people talk to you and they talk to your team, Mark, you, know, you give them different options. And let's talk about that. How important is it in your sort of corporate structure, the way you've built the business, to be able to give... Like you said, you keep things simple, but also to give your clients a simple, straightforward sort of game plan, a blueprint on not only the loan but how they can pay
0: it back and where they go from A to Z. Right, right. So I think the first thing that we that we like to look at, or uh, the first uh, area that we we try to come across, is with uh, personalization. That's the key. Uh, we don't we don't want to be cookie cutter. We're we're not a one size fit all. Uh, we really want to have flexibility. We want to be able to understand what that business owner is looking for and to really uh, build something that makes sense not only today, but in the future. Because our objective is to have that business owner come back to us repeatedly over time, and you sort of touched upon it. I mean, we do have clients that have really come back 15, 18, 20 times over the course of years, and they will not talk to anybody. And the, And you ask them why. It's because ultimately, they tell us, we trust you. You've You've given us the good direction from the beginning. What you've offered works. And we've been able to utilize it. And we've had companies, I mean, one just off the top of my head, I remember they came to us, they were doing about a half a million dollars a year in revenue. And by the time uh, they basically finished with us, because we got them to, to, to really graduate, they were doing $9 million a year. And so, you know, that's taken our capital. I'm going to assume that you've forgotten more about your business than I'm ever going to know. You're the expert. So I'm not going to question what you do or how you do it. I just want to know that you have a plan to get from A to Z, and I'll fund that opportunity for you.
1: I love it. Of course, you launched in 2010, really to solve a major issue that's facing many small businesses throughout the country, and that's getting that money and that working capital. And when we think about it, it's a business loan. It's definitely not a personal loan. So let's touch on that for the people
0: watching the show. Right. So- I think it makes most sense when I talk about my own story, which was prior to me getting into the space, I had a business. So I had several businesses. And the challenge was, I needed money. And everybody wanted it personally guaranteed. Uh, everybody wanted to, sure, I'll give you money as a personal loan. And it was all about, but this is a business. I It should be separate. And why can't I? And I talked to my attorneys and I'm not proud to say some of them were getting paid a thousand almost a thousand an hour and CPAs. and they they really didn't have a clue. And that was the deep dive that i that I took. I was doing. Uh, I had a personal uh, consumer loan portfolio, but my my comfort is with business owners. So you know, the really the key was trying to figure out how to get that business owner, like myself, the capital, because unfortunately, and the truth of it is that the banks, historically just haven't looked at the small business owner. Now we deal with companies that do, you know, 250, 300,000 a year, we, we deal with companies that are doing 20 million a year. So we're, we're able to fill a, a wide, uh, you know, girth in the marketplace, and we're able to, to help companies that understand that they need money, they need the they they need the resource to be able to get that money and get that money quickly. I mean, sometimes these opportunities are such that, you know, the banks will take, you know, 90 days plus to decide whether or not what you have to tell them makes sense. And we can make that decision much, much quicker. I mean, typically we try to do it within 24 hours.
1: Yeah, I love the story where you actually had a need yourself and you said to yourself, wow, you know, this is a space that I understand this is a space that I can help others. And this is a space that I can leverage not only my own experience, but my background as well to put together a portfolio and put together a group of other lenders, if you will, that I can work with to provide this incredible business loan opportunity to your clients. It's a great story. Now, let's talk about it. Because you have unsecured business loans, and of course, I think those go up to about $2 million. You have fast business loans where you could even maybe even grant same-day funding up to a half a million dollars, and then there's bigger loans than that. But if we look at your sweet spot, Mark, where's the sweet spot in the company right now?
0: So <laughs> – If you look at the marketplace, and we we take a lot of data in and we try to understand before we even talk to them, what is it that the business owner is looking for? And I'd say probably 80%, if not more, want the money fast. So my guess is, and my sense is that they've done either some shopping, but primarily probably going to their bank, and now time's running out. So that fast business loan, so that means we get something today Um, it takes us literally minutes to be able to do a quick underwriting to see whether or not it makes sense. Uh, If we want to go forward, we could have you funded by the afternoon. Uh, Sweet spot probably is the company that does uh, maybe about three quarters of a million dollars a year. They've been in business seven to 10 years. And and you have to understand when you're looking to get funded, that's important. Um, You know, If you just think about it, if you've only been in business for 12 months and all things being equal, two businesses, same business, but one's been in business for 10 years and one's been in business for 12 months, there's obviously a lot more information that I can get from that 10 year old business that helps me move it along. Now, that's not to say we're not funding the business that's been around for 12 months. In fact, a lot of the companies are newer companies. And we understand, look, I was a newer company and I hated when people told me no. And I felt for no good reason. Well, we understand and we're sympathetic to that. So we do want to help, you know, those type of companies, you know, get, get the footing that they need financially. I love it. Let's talk about paperwork. I mean, you know, you go to a bank and
1: they're, they're asking for paperwork. You didn't, didn't even know that you had. I mean, you know, everything under the sun. I mean, what's the typical paperwork Sort of field is it P and Ls? Is it tax returns?
0: What do you look for for all? So, that so do? again, keep it simple, People. right? So, a one page application. Three months of bank statements. That's it. That get not only opens the door, I would probably say for 85 to 95% of all the deals that we fund, that's all I ever need. Now, on larger deals, when, when, when businesses are looking for significantly more money, of course, we're going to take a look at more information now to put it in perspective. So if you go to a bank, the typical bank will ask you for about 28 different documents. And that includes the P&L, the balance sheet, but as well as every license and everything under the sun, because ultimately their objective is to be able to come back to you and say, no, (laughs) they're trying to find any reason to be able to say, no, we can't lend you money. So even when we do need more paperwork, what is that typically? It's a balance sheet, it's a PL. and uh, It may be just to verify that the state license is, you know, alive and well, but that's really it. Uh, it's really a minimum amount of, we may look at uh, receivables, but beyond that, um, if, you know, m- most business owners have that pretty much at their fingertips. Uh, they use some sort of accounting software or their accountant can whip it up pretty quickly, so. That's really it. The whole idea is the speed to the marketplace. The whole idea is take advantage of the opportunity that you have, get the money working for you. It's all about ROI from my perspective.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I want to talk about the large business loans in just a minute. But before I do, how do they pay you back? I mean, is it a debit through their checking account? Do they write a check? I mean, do they send it through an online technology system? Is it a merchant cash advance through their future credit
0: card and debit card sales? Or is it a combination thereof? Well, you know, as, as you can imagine with today's technology, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just wrote a check, coincidentally a business check and I'm looking at the check number and it's not much further ahead than it was almost 10 years ago uh so everything's electronic it's through ACH the automated clearing house you know quasi government run uh it's as safe as secure as anything and so that that's really how the money gets transmitted when we give you the money typically now we can wire it but typically it's ACH why we can do it quicker uh same thing so whether the payments uh, and again, it depends on the type of business loan for for a newer, higher risk business. Um, well, the really, daily payments almost don't exist anymore. You go to the weekly or the monthly. So we have some good monthly programs, and uh, that's it. it's 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 easy. I love it. That's it's, easy it's just it's easy. I mean, it's no it's no different than the reverse when you pay your mortgage or your your electric bill. Do you write them checks? Your car payment? No. When was the last time? No, it's all done electronically. Uh, It's really the safest and most secure. I mean, you you don't want me to get into that to show, I mean, think about it. When you give someone a check, you send XYZ company a check. How many people look at that check? A lot. How many people can steal that information? More than you can imagine. But when you do it electronically, it's pretty safe.
1: Yeah, I like it. You keep it very seamless. And of course, I look at you, Mark, with the number of companies that you've helped in your career as somewhat of a business growth expert. Not only are you a lender, but you you care about your clients and the way in which they grow. And one thing that I find to be very interesting, as you mentioned, companies need to grow, entrepreneurs need to grow, is one way in which a company possibly could grow is through a consolidation or through an acquisition. Um what type of funding is available if a company comes to you and they say hey Mark we we need to move quick there's this acquisition on the line we can take it but we got to move quick
0: Right so acquisitions are challenging I mean there's really uh, they typically will require now so it really depends on the situation of that company um you know what what the what what is most challenging is let's say a company excuse me is doing a million a year but then now they're trying to acquire a company that's significantly larger uh it's a little bit more challenging so it you know companies have to be a little bit more patient when they come to us with that uh, but it, it is entirely possible and you know quite frankly the nice thing is is I do work with other um, lenders in the marketplace uh some private equity uh, some venture capital that from time to time if it makes sense we just we just move them along again my goal I just I was speaking to uh, it was a startup uh out of Chicago yesterday. And it sounds like I mean it sounds like a really good company. Uh we don't really work with these with the startups. I mean, they were pre-revenue. Um, but I told him I said, look, I'm gonna do everything I can to get your name out there. I mean, I've got a database. I'll move it out there if it makes sense. I'll do the introduction. Why? Because I've been in that spot. I was in that spot where I needed money, and it was hard to find anybody to just listen. Let alone, you know, move that name along. So we try. nice.
1: I love it. You're helping people even when you're not lending them money, and that's yeah. sort of you know the way in which you make a name for yourself. When people call you or they talk to a member of your team, and by the way, you know, we've read some of the reviews about some of the members of your team. You have to be very proud about the team that you've been able to build over at Sunwise. How long does that first conversation take?
0: What's the first intake conversation sound like? Well, it's basically name, rank, and serial number. So the very simple questions, you know, how long have you been in business? Give me a sense of your credit. I want, we want to be realistic in terms of what we think we can do. Um, how much money you're looking for? What's, the, what's your revenue currently? Again, a lot of business owners, I think the mistake that they make, and I'm all for ask for more than you need. But when you have a company that's doing, uh, say, 250000 a year, and they want $2 million, that's, gonna, that's that's a stretch. And so we try to just temper and set proper expectations and find out when they need it, how quickly and that type of thing. Really, again, because we can do it with once we get that application and the bank statements within five minutes, we can make that decision. So the conversation for a lot of these business owners, I think they just want to sort of kick the tire and the conversation is the tire. I mean, once they get in the car, so to speak, they say, "Okay, it's not going to fall apart.
1: (laughs) Interesting, Mark. You know, you mentioned credit, so let's let's follow up with that. Is it a soft credit pull? Is there no credit pull on the? Yeah, person? it's How soft.
0: Yeah, it's soft. So that initial pull is soft, and I think one of the one of the challenges in in the marketplace is that business owners, well, business owners sometimes under the assumption that you, no one's going to look at your credit. Every lender is going to look in some manner, shape, or form. Now, the soft credit pull, zero impact, zero impact to the credit. Sometimes we can move forward with nothing more than that. But then depending on the size of the loan, as you can imagine, if I'm going to lend a million dollars, I probably want a little bit more information. And that's when we would go to a hard credit poll just to make sure there wasn't anything that we missed. But on a smaller type loan, it's quite conceivable. Again, we're doing it so quickly um, that, um, you know, the soft credit and that gives us the information that we need.
1: Yeah, such great work that you're doing. And of course, one thing that caught our attention, Mark, about what you have done is you have a Sunwise Capital Autism Scholarship. And that caught our attention. We thought that was really neat. It's sort of giving back to the community, giving back to the people that really uh, could use some of our, you know, collected or collective help. And what was it about? this scholarship that sort of turned you on, that got you thinking about kind of giving back to the community?
0: So in a prior life, I was actually a psychologist and I work with children. And autism has always been something that has struck me as, you know, there were a lot of psychological challenges that, that we have. And Oftentimes we can say, okay, we understand where it came from. But autism is just one of those things that, you know, I know growing up myself, I mean, I never knew of anybody that was autistic. I'm certain that I had friends or knew of kids that were, but, you know, it just seemed like it was an area that, you know, because these kids are so special and they can, you know, be somewhat at a disadvantage, and I think they need all the advantages that they can get. And this, for us, was an easy, uh, an easy process to say, you know what, Let, let's do something, let's give back uh, to that community. And education is important uh, to us here, so uh, we we thought that made that made sense. We'd love to see uh, you know us being able to help anybody in in that area.
1: That's amazing, and of course, you know you're doing such great work. You mentioned you were uh, in a prior life, you know, you were you were helping people uh, get themselves get themselves to where they wanted to be and become probably you know productive members of our society in a certain way, and that's the, and, and getting people to where they 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 feel happy and and they get themselves straightened out if they if they went a little crooked. And I love that so much. And of course, businesses sometimes go awry sometimes they go a little off kilter sometimes as an entrepreneur <laughs> it doesn't always go the way you want it to so this is sort of a follow-up because i want to talk to you about entrepreneurship you know you've built a great business i mean according to trust pilots you've got 80 90,000 businesses that trust you i mean it's incredible for the entrepreneurs watching this show uh, that are maybe having a tough time, Mark, based on not only your prior experience in helping people, but this new experience at the company at Sunwise helping companies. What can you share with the entrepreneurs that are having a tough time? Maybe they're skinning their knees or maybe they freeze in the frame. Maybe you can share some some advice to get those people kind of moving in the right direction.
0: Yeah, so I've been giving this some thought. And, you know, I'm, I eat, sleep, dream entrepreneurship. Um, I've been doing this, you know, entrepreneurship thing since the late 1990s. I know uh, it's hard to imagine a 25 year old being, you know, having been working since (laughs) late 1990s. Um, Look, you can read any book about entrepreneurship and it'd be hard to argue with any of the tenants that they talk about. I think more importantly, it's the flip side. All right. It's easy when it's easy. It's easy when you step into something and it works. The question is, what happens when it doesn't work? How do you decide to stop the bleeding? When do you say, this is it? I've got to throw in the hat. And I think that's where my experience, you know, in, in investment banking, seventeen years, and you know, you would buy investment vehicles. Well, let's just talk about stocks briefly. And you know, you buy a stock; it's at fifty dollars. You expect it to go to one hundred dollars. That's easy. I'm going to double my money. But then the question to the to the investor is: How much risk are you willing to take? Are you willing to put the fifty dollars in and have it go to zero? And I'll tell you. They all say the same thing. No, absolutely not. But it's interesting that business owners will put money into a business and they're willing to risk it all. And so what happens is they never have enough powder, so to speak, to fire another shot. So it's okay to, you know, admit it's not working, but you have to have that in your mind, preset. What am I willing to risk? Because My recommendation would be don't risk it all. Have enough to come back another day. Um, You know, all of my businesses have been bootstrapped. So it doesn't take a whole heck of a lot to get a business going. You just have to have something dry, so to speak, the powder to be able to take that next shot. So I think from the entrepreneurship, it's look, you give it everything you have. I mean, my philosophies were simple. I worked eight till faint right? And I only work half days. I work from eight in the morning till eight at night. That was it. I, only, I said, I'm not going to work more than a half a day. So, you give it everything you got, but that's sometimes, look, timing's everything. And sometimes you could have the best idea. I know I've been there. I've had, and we've had good businesses in the past, but we were early. I mean, years early. And I look back now and I say, God, if I had done today, what I was doing back then, I wouldn't be having this conversation. So time is everything.
1: Yeah, I love it. I but love I think it.
0: the key, I think the key is you got to know when to fold them, as they say, it just sometimes it just doesn't make sense. You're bleeding profusely. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense.
0: I mean, nothing I, to be embarrassed about. I mean, if I told you how many businesses I've had, um, because, it's it's not an easy process and you got to be prepared for the fact that the first iteration may not work. Yeah, I love it. And you have such a great attitude and a great background and a
1: great sort of mindset about this. So before I let you go, when somebody reaches out to Sunwise and, and you know, may, maybe they, they get a member of your team, maybe maybe they get you on the phone, you know, do you impart as well this wisdom and this knowledge that you've been able to gain throughout the years as part of the package? In other words, maybe there's some financial sort of lenders that, yeah, they'll lend the money, but they're not going to get this sort of unique look Mark that you have about business. So do you add that into the consultation with your clients?
0: Yeah, it's totally in the mix. I mean, obviously if you get me, you're going to get me. And, um, there's no avoiding it, and I call it the way I see it. And I'm not going to say I'm right all the time, but I think I have a good enough sense uh, in terms of the training that we do. I try to impart, you know, the world according to Mark, so to speak, uh, and let them understand. We go through the issues that we've experienced talking to the business owners and what could we have said. And you know, in terms of the uh, people that we try to bring on board, we we try to bring on. Uh, individuals who have prior business experience because it just makes sense, it's just an easier conversation when you can really relate to what's going on.
1: Yeah, it makes sense, and of course, your entire goal is really to help your clients build long term financial a long term financial foundation. I mean, when I think about it if they can build that long-term foundation, it really allows your clients to build wealth, not only for themselves and their family, but for future generations as well. So this right. is just great what you're doing, Mark. I wanted to thank you so much for coming on the .com magazine, Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Of course, we'll put the links of Sunwise below. And uh, I love the fact that you started you know, uh, as a young man and you're still a young man working. And I love <laughs> the idea. I'm gonna steal this one from you where you de- decided to only work Half the time from eight to eight. I yeah. love that so much.
0: Well, I appreciate the time uh, that you've given me and uh, have enjoyed this conversation. And anytime. <laughs>